Week 53, keepthechange.co.nz, money mail lessons. Is buying a house a waste of money? Oh, God. No, you didn't. No, you did not. Just subject at that. High click rate open for this one, as you can imagine. We expanded on week number 51, where we looked at whether renting was really a waste of money. So big news before we start, you can listen to previous Money Mail Lessons as a podcast. Well, you know that because you're listening to this right now. Feel free to chuck this on your social media, pass it on to somebody that could do with some learning, and I would be highly appreciative. Now, give me a couple of weeks, and I'll record all of the prior episodes for you to catch up on this week's lesson. Well, I've nearly done that because we're at 53, we've still got a few to go. Well, let's get into this week. In Money Mail 51, we touched on renting and why it might not be such a bad idea for some people. I said that there were things to think about when buying a house that often gets swept under the carpet, so to speak. A couple of people reached out and wanted to know what I was referring to. Well, before I do, I want to reiterate that if you have a dream to buy a house, then good on you. Make a plan, figure out what you need to do, and get started. The below will help you plan for things after the purchase. I'm not shitting on people who want to buy a home, merely passing on information from someone who has owned a home and researched both sides. We spoke about the money a house ties up, which means you have an opportunity cost of what else you could do with that money, i.e. invest, travel, start a business, etc. Again, you wouldn't want to do those things if they aren't your goals or they don't excite you. If you've ever purchased a home in New Zealand, you will know how yuck the process is. Missing out on the first four homes, probably 40 these days, you had already moved your cat into in your head. It's a massive time suck for many, and again, the opportunity cost of this time is something only you can know. Suggestion, investigate new builds. We can't forget the cost of keeping your house in good condition. Here are a few things that will need doing down the track, and you're going to need a budget for these. There's a bullet-pointed list. Now, from the top. Painting the outside of your house, apparently once every 10 years. Painting or replacing your roof, for better Google satellite images. Paint some stuff on the top. Painting or replacing your fence. Well, I lived in Haro, so you know, the uh, black power pretty prevalent there. and Your fence, it can get tagged. You've got to sort it out. Replacing rotten weatherboards. Saw a couple of these in my uni days, I'll give you the tip. Fixing leaky pipes or chimneys. Birds love nesting in a chimney. I've never really understood why. That's the stupidest bloody place. To Anyway, replacing a hot water cylinder. Old school, but plenty of New Zealand homes have them. Repainting or wallpapering, wallpapering the interior. Sam and Emmett made it look pretty easy on the block, but it's not easy. Replacing the carpet after having the squad around for the Warriors in the NRL Grand Final. Chances. Most people aren't thinking about the above when they buy, and they don't put any money aside for it. The truth is, your home needs its own maintenance fund or rainy day account. Instead, people head back to the bank and borrow against the capital growth to repair or improve the house. A lot of people try to reduce these costs by a good old-fashioned bit of Kiwi DIY. Well, I hate DIY, so I'm biased, but have you ever tried to paint a house or a roof? I was horrendous at it. I never won a colouring in comp, and even though a house is about 100 times bigger, I still couldn't stay over in the lines. Anyway... You might be a real handy person and be able to save yourself a bit of money there. Data suggests that the length of time that properties are being held onto before they get sold is about 7 years. An average mortgage is about 30 years. 
high chance you're going to get sick of that house and move to another. Us humans, well, we love progress, right? Historically, housing has allowed this by borrowing against the capital growth and repayments of your mortgage, which creates equity in the home. We've learned about this previously. Oh, apparently houses need furniture too, so don't forget to budget for that. Time. This is where you can really feel the impact of a property, maintaining it in your, quote, spare time. The gardens, lawns, weeds, the house itself, fixing broken stuff, organising tradespeople, taking rubbish to the dump, the list goes on. Easier to use the old phrase, oh, i just got to do a few things around the house, then I'll come around. Who loves saying that one on the weekend? Oh, i just have to do a few things around the house. No one ever puts a cost on that, do they? The true cost of a home isn't the mortgage repayments, it is the opportunity cost of the time and money it takes up. That said, the true value of a home isn't the purchase price, it is what value it brings to your life. Let me just reiterate that. The true cost of a home isn't the mortgage repayments, it is the opportunity cost of the time and money that it takes from your life. That said, the true value of a home isn't the purchase price, it is what value it brings to your life. Now most people, if you buy a house, they'll say, well, what did it cost you? What did it cost you? And you will say, it cost me $1.89 million, whatever it is. You will quote the figure, the purchase price of the house. You won't say, well, it's actually double that over 30 years because I've got to pay the interest and it's actually going to take four hours out of my week that I could be using in other areas That's the true cost of your house. Now the value is what it means to you. That's what it brings to your life. It could be happiness, it could be fulfilling your dream, it could be housing your family, housing your friends, it could be uh, renting out a spare room and providing a bit of income that allows you to do more than you would have previously in your life. It could be a warm, beautiful home that you never expected to have. Who knows? You determine what the value of your house is. And you ultimately decide that via what you're willing to exchange, that being the money that you'll swap for the person that's selling it. Knowing what you're in for will help you start to build a budget for a couple of wicked surprises that will be coming down the track. Don't get caught out by the inevitable hidden costs of home ownership. And don't forget to pay your rates. Luke, P.S. You're one of 3,709 recipients. There are roughly 1.8 million homes in New Zealand there are roughly 440,000 private rental properties. Now, there we go. 1.8 million homes in New Zealand. That will be increasing uh, every day, I would imagine, as we start to build more and more houses in New Zealand and fill up some of the land. So this email obviously designed to get people thinking about some of the things that you're going to have to pay for when you do buy a home. And it's not something that you know, we think too much about when we're buying a home because it's just such a tough pro process anyway, right? Like it's not easy. So we're constantly uh, avoiding what things in the future that this big purchase may lead us to have to think about. And the reality is that houses do have a lot of maintenance required and they chew up money and time. So time, you're going to just need to accept that that is part of buying a house and that you know, you, you're going to have to s- sacrifice what you potentially spend some of your time on now to update that house and do the things that you need to do. But, of course, you want to start putting some money aside for things like replacing the roof and painting and decorating and wallpapering and repairing things and tradies and things. And so 
I would suggest if buying a home, then start building an emergency fund as well for your house. Treat it as another bank account and start to put some money into that. And then when things come up around the house that you need to sort out, you're not trying to take them from your everyday income and and your everyday bank account and you can actually call on that sort of house fund that you've started to build and contribute to. And it will just ease the burden that a house can bring to your life because it is inevitable that something will happen. Someone will lean on a wall and put a hole through the wall and it needs to be fixed and things just go wrong and, you know, if you have kids, they'll draw on the, I was going to say on the ceiling or the roof, but um, they probably can't reach that far yet, but on the walls and spill things and these things happen, right? So with a house comes more cost and if we can get ahead of that and start to budget for that and provide for it rather than just budget for it, actually put some money and allocate some money for the future costs of that, then we're going to be on more of the front foot than had we not done it. So again, another email to get people thinking about some of the other arguments that often aren't spoken about when it comes to buying a property because we were, at the time of writing these, still going through this massive upswing of people wanting to buy a home and rush onto the property ladder. And of course, there's more to it than just the price that you pay the current buyer, uh, the current owner of the house for their house so getting people thinking 53 weeks deep at this stage keep the change.co.nz we'd love to see you put this on your social somewhere to help us spread the word of this great information hopefully very helpful for you be good out there we'll see you in week number 54